What's up, everybody? I'm TJ. And I'm Kelsey. And we are the, the Nashville, Nashville Wine Duo. Duo. Okay. When I uh, sit here and look at you, I just see that Beth Dutton face that you made during our uh, our most recent Instagram reel that we just did. We didn't post it yet, though. No. But by the time this comes out, we will. Well. You, uh, you captured Beth Dutton from uh, Yellowstone, her look. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I mean, I, I, I think it's a good thing. I don't know. I didn't really. What do you mean? Because you think she's hot? No, <laughs> just the way that you carried it. Like you were in, you were in, mm. we shot this reel and we were doing like a Yellowstone kind of spoof and you just took the character of Beth. And I actually didn't mean to. And you know, what's funny is like, I've, I haven't watched the show enough. I've watched it, but I, I want to get like really, really like more into it. You've watched it though. You've gotten really into it. Yeah. Beth, Beth is a badass. Yeah. I mean, she's that's what a, I hear. She's a, she doesn't take any crap. But then she kind of gets tamed by this guy she falls in love with, right? Oh, rip. Rip. Yeah, Rip Wheeler. Oh, and he's like a like a good guy. Well, like she's been treated like he's crap. He's a bad guy. But she's been treated like crap by men and like yeah. she finally finds a guy that like is going to be Well, dude. yeah, but he has a whole kind of But he knows how tampered. to ha- handle her, yes. right? Yes. Like a wild horse. Yeah. Well, I know I need to watch the show more because I don't think I ever got to that point where like the two of them met. No. Like the last thing I remember was like that little boy that gets like taken and kidnapped by these people and then they have to go get him. And mm-hmm. I don't You're, know. Everyone raves about the show. It's well done. It's really, really good. So I need to get anyways. off the true, true crime kick and get more into the Yellowstone. Yes. Well, the whole reason we're talking about Yellowstone is we uh, were sent a cool trio package of wine. That is Yellowstone inspired. And um, yeah, so we wanted to talk about that and kind of show some some love to, uh, yeah, what's going on with that. Yeah. So it's really excited. Tim McGraw's behind this. Who knew Tim McGraw's even in the wine industry? But yeah, him, Paramount, I guess the creators of Yellowstone in 1883. Uh, got with some friends of ours who own Fairwind Estates Winery in Napa, mm-hmm. and they created this whole Yellowstone Wine Club. And it's three bottles. There's a red wine which has a bear on it. There is a Cabernet, mm-hmm. and then there is a Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. And um, they come in this cool little box crate. And uh, right now we're sipping on the red blend. And that's the one we shot with the Instagram reel and everything. Well, we shot all of them, but this is the one we had open. Oh, yeah. We're probably going to we've been drinking. We're gonna come up with more little fun videos. I'm really liking this red blend. It's very dry. Uh, it's got good tannins. I'm, I don't know what the varietals um, are on this, but you can definitely tell it's got good tannins, good structure. Um, well, I it's kind not of, this berry kind of fruit right. bomb in your mouth. Thing. That's what I was going to say. I feel like whenever you get a red blend it's kind of refreshing when you drink one like this and it's like it's it's dry like mm-hmm. you said it's like it's a dry red blend and i just feel like so often you're like oh red blend it's just going to be you know the profile it's going to be really really fruity and maybe some tobacco and vanilla intense notes um and this one is just like 
earthy and dry and interesting and unique, I think. Yeah. Very impressed with this. Um, well, so- what a cool shelf piece. I mean, seriously, you get sent like if you buy this, like if you're a part of it, you get this like awesome Yellowstone box. And um, it's just like cool to have on your shelf and to have these wines. And like, you know, it's kind of like you're getting a unique experience where other people aren't getting something that you're getting. I don't know. I think it's like kind of a cool thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely a collector's piece. Um, if you love the if you love the show, it'd be really neat to have this at your house. Yeah. You know, and like to drink the wines and be like, oh, these are inspired by the show, like the bottles are, the artwork on the bottles are, the whole box. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's very cool for fans to enjoy, or even if you're not like if you're a wine person, mm-hmm. these are great wines too. Yes, as you know, Kels, I love wooden boxes. He and loves wooden uh, boxes. having the Yellowstone kind of branding logo right on the top of this yeah. box, I just think it's really This is cool. one that I won't burn. We'll keep that one. Because he, so a <laughs> oh, while thank back, you so much. when we were both still working at Trader Joe's, which now feels like a lifetime ago, he was writing the wine order, and we would get around the holiday, we would get these um, just kind of the more expensive bottles, and they would come in the wooden crates. And he decided to collect every single one that he could, and we ended up with, I want to say, 30 of them, which I did use them for mantelpieces with, like, my Halloween decorations and things like that. So they, it's been helpful, but there are so many, and he was like, oh, I'm going to do stuff with it, and he never did anything. You never did anything. I had them. good intentions, though. No, they were great fires. Yeah. Well, you've incorporated fires. them into our Halloween. I have always with the Halloween. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have plants sitting on some of them, which yes. kind of gives us like cool kind of wine vibe to it. But um, other than that, you have burned many of them. Yes. <laughs> you did put a couple on the wall, too. Yes. Which was cool. Um. But yeah, so we are loving this wine and I just think it's something unique and it's, it's you know, it's crazy. Like people wouldn't think like there's this, this interesting stuff out there in the wine world that you can find. But, um, you know, now that we've really dove into this journey, like we come across all this stuff. We're like, oh my gosh, how cool. So, yes. yeah. So we will link everything so you can check out this wine club and um be a part of it check it out especially if you love the show and everything so yes and we're sorry if you hear rosie (laughs) tj took away her toy and now she's flipping out i'm gonna get her a treat why don't you tell everybody about your new adventure (laughs) uh yes so you can tell this is live but um yeah so i have started a new venture i have left the wine bar and um I have now started a new career at City Winery, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with City Winery. There's um, like, I don't know, 15 locations around the country, Chicago, Atlanta, Philadelphia, New York. Um, But it is a live music venue that also makes their own wine. Each location has their own winemaker. And um, so they kind of do this urban winery with live concerts um, and, and the concerts can be comedy shows. They can be um, kind of tribute bands doing like brunches. They can like a bunch of different bands are coming. Michelle Branch is week. coming. Yeah, Corey, Branch. Feldman. Corey Feldman is coming yeah. on his 40th anniversary. 
Um, we just had one of the housewives in New York yeah. do like a Q&A so thing. So it's kind of like all over the map. All over yeah. the place. So I'm the beverage captain there. So I'm kind of taking over their wine program with their uh, cellar bottles and, and kind of doing wine tastings and kind of just everything wine and spirits and education. I'm kind of just helping the staff be more um, educated on kind of what is going on and what they have and um, being that bridge to the customer too and helping with customer relations, just pointing people in the right direction when it comes to wine and everything. So super excited to be a part of the City Winery team and yeah. I love how you just said kind of like so many times because you're just like me when I say like. Did I say yeah, kind of? You're like, I'm kind of, kind of, but it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that. I do that with the word like. Like sometimes, oh, see, sometimes I can just get on this like light kick. Yeah. But it's when you're trying to describe something and that's like your filler word. Well, and also I still have Rosie in the back of my head, just like I'm afraid she's going to come out and start barking or whining. If and she then, does that, then we just, you yeah, know, we just yeah. keep rolling with it. Yeah, this kinda. is. This is life. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is life. So uh, tell us what's been going on at Trader Joe's. Tell you what's been going on at Trader Joe's. Well, all the pumpkin stuff's about to come in. Pumpkin fest. Yeah, so right now I write the grocery order, which is pretty cool. So, you know, when you're going down that aisle and you're seeing, like, you know, all of the non-perishable goods with, like, the cans and the pickles and the condiments, soups, um, it's a pretty big aisle. I order all that stuff, so... You know, at Trader Joe's, um, they have, they're called sections. So whenever you go into a store and you look at the area that has like all the dry produce or you go to a section that has all the nuts and the dried fruit. Um, so there's these little sections all over the store and, or big ones like the one I have now. And uh, Trader Joe's actually is unique because, you know, they have every crew member will have a responsibility over that section. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of a, long haul Trader Joe person, uh, employee. And, um, I take a lot of pride in my job and I love Trader Joe's. I love the company. I, I think I've really, um, just found a home there in a lot of ways. And, uh, I'm very appreciative of it. I feel like it's honestly, I I think it's hard to find really good employment. Like, I think it's hard to find a place where you're treated well. And, um, yeah, and I've I've only stuck at one other job where I was at a job for ten years, and then the other jobs in between Trader Joe's and that and the Gap was where I worked at the time. Every other job has just been like, wow, it kind of opened my eyes, you know, to like mm-hmm. it's hard out there because you know you just might have a toxic work environment or whatever, but like Trader Joe's is very good about just like keeping us happy, and it's like fun too, yep. and like I feel like I'm there, and I'm like I can engage with like the customers and like you know my coworkers. Like we all work as a team. It's just, you know, and they're, we're not, they're not coming down on us hard, but anyway, back to like the section thing. So I wrote grocery and, uh, we're about to get all the pumpkin stuff for groceries. So like the pumpkin waffle mix, pumpkin butter, um, the cinnamon bun spread there last year, they came out with a cinnamon bar bun mix and it went really fast. It was only around for a very short amount of time. And, I was talking to like some of the managers today and they were kind of saying like this year is going to be very like you if you want stuff like you need to really get it like immediately because they're really trying to spread out the amount of you know how much they can give allocate to each store right so you know if you see an item that like you really are looking forward to buying this and that's always Trader Joe's kind of but I think you know if you're really like wanting a pumpkin item 
or a fall item or whatever this year. If I, if I were you the minute you see it, I wouldn't wait to buy it. You know, we've kind of always told people that, but if you see something you want, like buy it, like it. don't, don't wait, don't yeah. wait to buy it. Like if you're in there, just, just get it. And so, yeah, they have some new fun things coming out. I saw like a maple fudge was going to come out. Oh, wow. Which sounded good. And then they were going to do like, um, like, uh, what was it? Some sort of like fall trio, like face thing. I don't know. That looked really cool. A lot of the stuff that's in like the haba, which is where like the candles and the lotions and all that, mm-hmm. that stuff, there's some really cool things like coming, cool gift ideas. I bet. Um, but, I know. Anytime I see the gourds and like the pumpkins uh-huh. out, like it puts me in a good mood. Like yeah. then I know like fall is like, yeah, it's here. Well, and the, the harvest soup comes in, which hey. is really good. The harvest salsa is really good. Um, so I'm just excited. I can start ordering all my stuff, I think, tomorrow. So when will it come in? Oh, this week. A lot of it's all going to start to drop this week. Wow. So, which is kind of cool. I like that Trader Joe's, like, doesn't, like, I feel like all these other companies started doing it, like, beginning of August. I like that we're waiting, like, well, no, like, September is, like. I think it's, it's a good time frame. Yeah, totally a good time frame. I mean, I think people, you want people to be, like, more, like, excited and ready for it. Not like, oh, okay, it's here. It's kind of, like. Oh, like it's here, yeah. you know? Um, and then the pumpkin kringle, you know, mm-hmm. if no one's tried the kringle, it's this really amazing Danish that has a filling that we get a couple different flavors a year. And um, it's from Wisconsin and Trader Joe's has an excellent price on it and it freezes so well. So, you know, my mother-in-law was always like, give me like eight of those so I can freeze them. Cause she likes to give them as gifts, which is super fun. Um, but yeah. I'm well, gonna- they normally go for like, 20 or $30 on the website. Oh, yeah. And Trader Joe's Easy. has them for like $7.99. They might be a little more this year just because everything is yeah. more expensive. But I still feel like for what you're getting, like it is like a homemade dessert. Like it is oh, delicious. Oh, it's so good like in the morning with coffee. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I've kind of – I've been getting in like the feeling of all these things. And I don't know. There is something about when like holidays start and like the hustle and bustle of life and people getting to events and – being in community together that like I really enjoy and I don't know, customers have been, they've been cool lately. So yeah, you said you've had really cool interactions with yeah, the customers. I have, they've just been like in good spirits and I don't know, like you always wonder like, was there something going on in the air or people are in better spirits than normal? But I mean, usually I've told you we have really cool customers, I would say for the most part. So yeah, it's rare that you meet somebody that's a jerk. Usually everybody's really nice. Kelsey has introduced me to this show, or I think it was a series on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Okay. I actually talked to a coworker about this today. So this is funny. Is it called The Blue Zone? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, and this uh, is, so it's funny that you everything said that we talk about now, I'm just like, Blue, Blue Zone. Zone. Blue Zone. Well, okay. I'm in my Blue Zone. So we have a, I have a manager <laughs> named Ben. And you know, Ben, like TJ knows Ben. Yeah. He's worked with Ben for like, forever. I don't mm-hmm. know how long, 11, 12 years. Yeah. So Ben's really into yoga. Ben's a, very, Ben's a health nut. Yeah. And I, I was like, Ben, I think I can get you into the show. He said, prove it to me. Because he's like, won't watch shows. And I was like, well, it's about centurions and people like how to prolong your life and these people that live longer. He said, oh, I mean, I, I'm so interested. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So it's on Netflix and it was in the top 10, but I went past the preview and then I was like, oh, I want to watch this with TJ. And it's about centurions, so people that live up to 100 years and that there's these areas like all over the world that are called blue zones. And so like – this guy, he's been like studying like the reasons why 
these people in these specific areas are living to the amount that they're living. And yeah, you can, why don't you say what you found interesting? Well, about the it? host is like um, an experienced like bicyclist yeah. or something. Like, yeah. like train, trains. He's just like done it his crazy. whole life. Yeah. He's like, he like traveled like the world on a bike once yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, so he travels around to these places all over the world and he interviews these individuals that are nearing a hundred or, or, past. or over a hundred. And there was this one dude and he was in Costa Rica. Uh-huh. They show this guy, looks like he's 70 years old, jumps on a horse. He's herding cattle. He's riding around, jumping off, using an ax, cutting up firewood. He was going. He was a hundred years old. And he looked like he was 70. I mean, maybe even younger with the way his body was acting. Yeah. So every location that they went to, um, Italy, they went to Costa Rica, they went to um, Okinawa, Mm -hmm. all these places, they talk about like what is going on in that region, food wise, exercise, like, you know, one of them in Italy, it was like the... um, what the it was al- the men, the men that were living longer there than anywhere else in the world. Well, and also it was like the altitude in which they were climbing in their yeah. village, like the yeah. hills and everything hills. that they have to walk on a daily basis, which is they walk on an adding, incline, an incline mm-hmm. which is adding to their health because little do they know it, they're exercising while they're walking to their friend's house right. up the road or something like this. So and they do this whole wheel eventually of like food, exercise, um, family, laughter, mm-hmm. this whole thing. And it's just been really, really fascinating to hear how all these things contribute. But then also, not to spoil it, but it also brings in at the very end how all these communities have now brought in fast food mm-hmm. and things that- Not all of them, but some of no, them. No, but how the Blue Zones have started to decrease because- Outside modern influence. influences yeah. and fast food and not eating healthy and not eating food from that tawar mm-hmm. um, has kind of made the blue zone kind of shrink now. Yeah, people I think, aren't living as I think long. it was like in like two of them that they were like they were starting to see it shrink, and yeah. it was with like bringing in fast food and yeah. stuff like that because, and it was just like incredible. Like they were saying, these people are basically exercising without knowing they're exercising. Yeah, because of the terrain and where they live. I mean, the one that I think I was the most fascinated by was the one in Greece. I think it was pronounced like Ikara. Ikara. And um, they had been living up until the 1980s without buying anything anything from a store. They made everything. Everything. They made everything. So like... Because they didn't have the ships coming yeah, in bringing supplies, nothing. so they made so everything. So they said like their coffee was like garbanzo beans and like something else, mushrooms, mushrooms, and then they showed the wine there too. So they were like, their wine is made in like the way they I think fermented it and the way they stored it was in the same way that they were storing wine since before Christ, right? In these uh, ceramic vats that are kind of built into to like the ground, a hillside, yeah, and it's like. They poured it and there were, I mean, it was just unfiltered. There were tons there of sediment. so many things. Not in tons, but there was sediment. You could definitely see things. But it was this around. golden, beautiful color. Yeah. I don't know. And then they were talking about how, like, the bees that they had there, like the honey, it's raw honey. So, like, they also do something with their bees where, like, during different seasons, they'll actually move the hives. 
So they'll keep them like down below by the ocean at a certain time. Then they'll move them up into the mountains. Mm -hmm. So the bees are actually getting the nectar from like different areas of the terrain, which in turn is like putting more nutrients into their honey. Yeah. And then they just eat it right off the honeycomb. Yeah. And they were saying like it was basically just raw honey. Yeah. Like unfiltered. I think in a way, I mean, it was amazing to watch, but it's also like, to me, it was a little like discouraging because I'm just like, I feel like, yeah, it's almost like becoming impossible to try to like live like that. And, you know, like they are naturally set up in these ways. I mean, even the ones we were watching in Costa Rica, like the mom, she was just like, my son is not going to get the same experience that I had, you know, because of these outside influences. And yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's hard when it's like the powers that be like see the money and the dollar signs. And, you know, it's like to us, we've talked about this. It's like, do they really, do, you know, do the, these big giant corporations like McDonald's and stuff, they don't care about our health, <laughs> you know, trying to make a buck. I'm trying to make money and they make money off of us not eating well and mm -hmm. being sick. And mm -hmm. so I don't know. It's like, I, I well, really even you said sick, one of the communities and I forget which one it was. Okinawa, mm -hmm. they were putting money into, well, a lot of these people, there was no dementia. No, well, there was no dementia in one spot. Yeah. And then there weren't any nursing homes on one no of the islands. There were no nursing homes. I think it was, I want to say it was Okinawa. Yeah. So they were saying how they weren't putting money into kind of curing people and, and doctors. The community and, would and just take care of each the other. The community would just take care of each yeah, other. Yeah. So they and would they would they would check in on people. Like there was a woman that was a single woman. She was in her nineties. Yeah. She never had any children. And which was like, wow, like you always picture like you need other people like your you know, your kin, your children to help take care of you to live to an old life. But it was amazing that these people just had each other's community. This woman had no children. She was never married. And she literally has the whole community of people that are looking after her. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, we... Highly recommend this highly show. Highly recommend that you check it out. Some of it, like like anything, chew the meat, spit, spit out the bones. Yeah. Um, but it was a really good documentary. And it makes you start thinking about things. Makes you start thinking about your own life and like yeah. what you should be trying to do every day to yeah. try to... You know, I want to live a long life. <laughs> oh, and, and just incorporating all those things. Like I said, it was like this wheel that they pull different segments from why this area is thriving so much. Yeah. And if you just took 20% of that, it would, I feel like, really change your life. So I don't know. It's just really encouraging. It makes me think. And uh, yeah, now I'm, I'm all about the blue zone. So now we're saying, I'm all about the blue you're zone, doing baby. the blue zone, baby. Yeah. Yes. I've been doing the blue zone all day long. Have you really? Yeah. What have you been doing? Yeah, took Rosie for a walk. Okay. I worked out. Okay. Squatted a couple times. Well, like, you need uh, to be uh, making. Yeah, uh, I took the trash out. Making bread. <laughs> That's what these people sewing, did. Sewing clothes. Sourdough. Sewing clothes. Yeah. You'll get there. I'll get there. Anyway, so those are the things. Yeah. And uh, we're super excited about fall. We're about to go on a trip to Georgia, our yearly wine trip that we usually take. And we're going with some friends. We're super excited. Got the Airbnb booked, going with some good friends. Yeah. So it's going to be a time of laughter, blue zone. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking wine, blue zone. Fun, blue zone. You're funny. And uh, we're excited to go to Dahlonica, wine yeah. country in Georgia. Yep. And we will have a huge report on the vineyards that we visit and 
hopefully a couple podcasts. We're going to go to Crane Creek, we mm-hmm. know, and interview Peter, who is the awesome winemaker in Crane Creek, mm-hmm. Young Harris, Georgia. But we're excited about our trip and uh, just excited about everything that's going on. Yeah, and I uh, just want to thank everybody that's been like listening to the podcast or following us on Instagram and we just were talking today just about like how encouraged we feel to keep going and we really really want um you know, we we want to continue with this podcast and we feel like uh we think it could be something big in the wine community and so like if you are listening like we really appreciate it if you'd rate it. Yes. Give us a rating and just tell us how much you enjoy it and share it with other people that would really help us. Yeah, the more leverage and kind of things that we can do with the podcast, the more, you know, the better guests we can get and everything. So we really appreciate your support and please like it, rate it, share it with everybody. And uh, we've got some really cool guests coming up here in the future that we're excited about. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So cheers, everybody. Cheers. Check out 1883 Wine Club. Yes. Blue Zone, Netflix, Trader Joe's. City Winery. Yeah. Cheers.